<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. What I was saying is I don't know if you have a love affair with a specific water bottle in your life. Do you? Yeah, there it is. Uh Uh-huh. Is that one of those? I'm showing you, know, you my water bottle right yes. now with my majestic whale deck of character plug. If you guys are like Ooh. decks and you like tarot, get yourself a deck of character. It's mm-hmm. it's so good. It's so fun. There's no scary card to pull like a tarot deck can be sometimes. No, no, no. no. But yeah, I put a lot of sentiment into my water bottles. They're uh, inanimate objects with feelings like a stuffed animal probably would have been. Uh, and I put my mouth all over it like I did my stuffed animals when I was a child. Yes. Most likely. Most I've, likes. I've been apart from mine for almost two weeks. It got left at um, my boyfriend's mother's house. And they kept saying, we don't see it. I'm like, it is a gigantic stainless steel, <laughs> bright blue I don't know how you say it. Is it the Takya or Takaya or whatever? I do I not know. <laughs> love these water bottles. And she's a big girl. She's a 32 ouncer. And that's how I like, like I am like a baby with a bottle or like a baby blanket. I've been lost without my water bottle. And you don't just go replace it because these fuckers are expansive. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. And people are apparently attacking each other for Stanley Cups now or the Stanley St- oh. stainless steel. The st- yeah, yeah. I'm That's... really not paying that much attention to it, but like hmm. all of a sudden people are like tackling each other in fucking Target for these fucking and Starbucks, like for the cups. Like, I, I know I, it's like there's certain things I there's certain stories I just choose not to lean not into. Not to engage. I'm not. Let's say I'm not one of those type of you know, therm- thermos <laughs> cooling, you know, like that's for a certain lady and that's not us. <laughs> well, that being said, uh, welcome to Sidework Podcast, guys. We're we're these kind of ladies. We're, we're Sidework ladies. I'm your host, Andrea Wallace. And I'm your host, Brooke Van Poplin. We got a stacked episode today. We got a lot to talk about. Oh my gosh. And we got a server submitted story, which I'm so believe it. Oh, and it delivers. I'm very, very (laughs) excited about it. We are both uh, a little hungover having lady problems and all the (laughs) all of all of the above, like navigating. Okay. This is for the ladies, and this is also this is also research that's been shown now because of COVID. Is that having COVID 
messes with women's menstrual cycles. Ex- it's and very exacerbates real. Uh-huh. The, flow, uh, the flow. Uh, in, indeed, you know. And that being said, I'm experiencing it like a two week. Like I should be ovulating, lady chat. Um, but I think I'm about to full on like flow again. Damn it. And this is not, I know, I know it's because of all the inflammation that COVID. So it's like, and then it's also extra painful as if it doesn't hurt and cramp a bitch up as is. Um, yeah, the extra inflammation. I've been trying to take all my anti-inflammatories. I usually am pretty good about it, but what's a girl to do? Let's get our side podcast going all about COVID called inflammatory statements. Oh, it's like, how long are we going to like have opening where there's going to be like a little bit of COVID chat? Like, you know, only just like pre like during COVID we had it. And like now it's like since we've both experienced it, I just think it's hilarious. But I know. honestly, people fucking love to talk about COVID. Give me a fuck. They it's, love it. It's it's the new weather, you know? Yeah. It's replaced talking about the weather. You it know? sure is. Well, let's you know, let's just like dive right into headlines, uh, I think. We got so much to cover today. I mean, okay, so I know we were all waiting for this headline. Um, wait for it, everybody. But guess what? Chuck E. Cheese, that's right, Charles Entertainment Cheese is <laughs> publishing a cookbook. Yes, yes, they are. And no, 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 it's not gonna be food. <laughs> from Chuck E. Cheese, thank God. Which um, is, I, you know what? I'm like, are you going to show me how to assemble a salad bar? I would love that, you know? <laughs> I, I love the concept behind it. They're trying to expand, you know, basically their empire and their brand and, and get out beyond, as they said, the just the brick and mortar experience. And so it's a cookbook for kids, like how to have like a kick-ass kid party. And these are the kind of fun snacks and activities. So it's like a snack with activities to match it so that you can have a rock and sleepover sort of cookbook, okay, which I think fun. is so cute. I think that's super fun. I wonder if like coming off of like the tail end of Five Nights at Freddy's, like Chuck E. Cheese just kind of saw this like opportunity <laughs> to kind of pounce, you know, because it kind of is like revitalize them to a point. Maybe that's part of it. But I, I think this is fun and cute and, you know, maybe you and I will try out a couple activities ourselves. Look, there's like Halloween-y type stuff, you know? Right. There's like themed things that we be, you know, and I love a little, I, as someone who has like made the pumpkin, the vomiting guacamole onto a platter for yes. a Halloween party, like I love stuff like this. It's pretty great. And, you know, I'm here for it. And um, do I have a child in my life who I'm going to buy it for? No, it might just show up on my shelf, you know? Mm-hmm. Look, maybe you'll buy it for your niece and just be like, yeah. send me screenshots, you know? Stuff exactly. like that. Or I... you get it, you you peruse prior to gifting it to Sage. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, I think that's super fun. Everybody say, I like to party! I like to party! With Chuck E. Cheese! With Chuck E. Cheese! Well, this is also super fun. And like, I don't, all I have is like a little TikTok video that mm-hmm. I, that I saw on this, but apparently Ikea is hosting bingo nights twice a month in the restaurants. And <laughs> okay, now you can get me to go back. I said, I want to public- go. <laughs> you can go get your little mashed potato cup, You can go get your mashed potato cone. With the meatballs. Oh I know. I know. I just saw a thing. It's like, so you go to the restaurant and they think they they cap it at a certain amount because, you know, it's only so big. But you get your bingo cards. They apparently have like kick-ass prizes that they're giving away. And you get like discounts on the food while you're going there. And I got to say, they got some nice chicky tenders. 
at Ikea, you know? Okay. I'm not an aficionado. I'm not like a chicken tender person normally, but when I do eat them, like I want them to be very good. And I'm, I think they do a pretty good job there, you know? Not as good as that bowling alley we went to for your birthday though. We were really into their fried food. It was pretty yummy. Yeah. I I would go back. Actually, now that we mention it, I'm, I'm ready for another bowling night. Let's get it going. Oh my God. That, that would be, that would be amazing. Um, yeah. So I think we should, I'm, I'm I'm getting to the bottom of it. I looked on their events calendar. I didn't find squat. All the TikTok videos are obviously the Burbank Ikea. So I'm like, I think I just had, I, I I think I'm going to start just doing old school, like call someone on the phone to investigate. Like that's kind of where I'm leaning in general now. It's like, if I can't find something online, I'm like, why don't I just call? And then like magically you get what you want. It's Uh crazy. It's a direct source. Yeah. Turns out you can go to the source. Oh, that's so good. G53, G53. Okay. So the third headline of today, because it is Super Bowl weekend, Brooke, I RIP. What a good fun season the Lions had. I'm very sorry about what happened so we're we're so proud of them um and they really did play a good game it was one of those games where both teams were really playing pretty well and it just Mm -hmm. came down to a few really lucky moments for the 49ers Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. a few unlucky moments for the Lions and that's all it takes baby Absolutely. Look, I know that like, you know, my my in-laws very disappointed that the Ravens didn't make it, but I was really <laughs> gutting for like a, a Lions Ravens yes. uh, Super Bowl. But here we are, 49ers and the Chiefs. Um, I think I feel like if the Chiefs win, some sort of prophecy will be fulfilled with the Taylor Swift and like her impact on what she's supposed to receive to achieve. I I don't know. There's a lot that is going I, with I'm it in my like, mind. I realize I'm like 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 maybe I'm not getting any commercial auditions because Travis Kelsey's in every single. <laughs> commercial for every brand this guy's the new Shaq it's incredible that's so good that's so good because Shaq is in everything he's Um, smart okay so Super Bowl is it a boost or a bust for local restaurants and bars you know and I was like oh right is it is it not and I think it depends on like geographically you know where you're going to be obviously home cities are going to be packed Vegas which is where the Super Bowl is this year which I think is going to be a Friggin' crazy just like I think everybody is going to like flock to Vegas for the weekend whether you're attending the game or not I assume it's going to be a crazy busy weekend so I assume like up the Yazoo bars and restaurants are going to be super busy there but apparently you know most statistically restaurants like across the board revenue is down sure I mean for bars if you don't have TVs in your restaurant, you're probably not going to have a very good night. No, that no, night. no, 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 no. Bars are up. Obviously, um, pizza is huge. So if you have a pizza place or you're a pizza place with TVs or you're, you know, just selling pizza to go. Wingstop. Yeah, Wingstop is good. But here specifically is that uh, which cities did Super Bowl Sunday have the biggest impact on for local revenue at restaurants and bars? So if you work in these cities, maybe your tips will be affected this weekend. Hartford, Connecticut uh, enjoyed a whopping 61% lift. Scranton, PA, uh, saw revenues a 43% boost. All right. Atlanta, only 16%. So not a huge deal. 
Philly also 13%. Poughkeepsie, New York, seeing a 13% increase. Detroit, uh, only 10%. You know, probably would have been more had oh. the Lions pushed through. Oh. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's it's real specific how you're going to do uh, if you're working in any of these areas and whether or not you sell a trifecta of pizza and or wings and, and or, or wings. <laughs> yep. but, yeah. But mostly I think we just want to say, you know, Godspeed. Good, tips good luck to all of you working out there in the sports bar world or hosting any sort of Super Bowl party in your restaurant. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, guys. Okay, well, Brooke, let's uh, let's jump in, huh, to this amazing server submitted story. All right, dear Andrea and Brooke, hello, ladies. I'm a longtime listener and a huge fan of the podcast. We'd love to hear it. My entire family is involved in the restaurant industry, and listening to your podcast makes me feel a little less homesick. I recently talked to one of my old restaurant co-workers and they made me think about one of the restaurant's old regulars. I've seen a lot of crazy stuff in my years of working in restaurants, but this specific customer still perplexes me. During one of my first days at my old restaurant job, I served lunch and this nice man in his early 60s came to sit at the bar to drink a glass of wine very polite, and introduced himself as Carl. He claimed that he was a regular and loved the restaurant. We had a lovely conversation, and he told me he lived in the neighborhood and worked at the nearby hospital. I later found out that he was the personal eye doctor to a Middle Eastern prince. He Hmm. drank his wine, tipped generously, and left. And no, it's not going to be about being an eye doctor. Here's where it takes a turn. (laughs) At the end of my shift, one of my coworkers asked me how my day went. I told them it went well, that I had the sweetest bar customer and asked if they knew him. My coworker laughed and said, oh, yeah, that's Carl the Pooper. (laughs) Carl the Pooper was infamous at our restaurant. The men's restroom was single use. It had a urinal and a toilet, but the door had a lock. Most people would lock said door behind them. Uh oh. <laughs> Carl would intentionally keep the door unlocked while sitting on the toilet. He loved to have people walk in on him while he was pooping. I didn't believe it until I saw it in action. He would go to the bathroom and wait for someone to walk in on him. Have you ever heard of anything like that? Oh, yes. Yes, we have. He especially loved to do it during home football games. Uh oh, <laughs> Super Bowl. Super Bowl weekend. (laughs) I lived in a college town and the restaurant I worked at was very close to the football stadium. So there were always they were always packed on game days. Every hour or so he would get up, get in line to use the bathroom and wait for someone to barge in. And don't worry, it gets weirder. I was in college then and noticed Carl downtown at the bars. (laughs) It would be past midnight on a Saturday night, and I'd see Carl stroll into the club and make a beeline to the bathroom. Come on! Oh, man. He especially (laughs) loved this one bar that didn't have doors on the bathroom stalls in the men's room. He would just sit there for hours and greet all the drunk college boys. Wow. Oh, man. The behavior went on for a couple of years. Everyone just got used to it. No one ever asked Carl about it. What was so weird was that Carl was literally one of the nicest people I'd ever met. There was nothing mean or creepy about him. He's just a man who likes to have people watch him poop in public. <laughs> hey, don't don't yuck my yum. Um, eventually, 
<laughs> Carl's behavior changed and he stopped pooping in public. He's still a regular at the restaurant and is just as lovely as ever. I'll always wonder what started out, what started and stopped his public yeah. pooping fetish, yeah. right? Was yeah. it just something he had to get out of his system? No pun intended. Was it just a phase? Did someone finally call him out or catch him? Mm-hmm. The world may never know. Thank you so much for reading my story. I'm glad the legend of Carl the Pooper can live on. <laughs> Keep up the great work. Godspeed and good tips, Al. This is Al. Oh, man. What a great story. Look, as someone who just did an EMDR session, I wonder mm. if Carl went down that route. He sought out a little help, perhaps. Mm, you know? He like got the poop trauma out of his body. Maybe he did get called out or maybe I don't know. Maybe he went on. Maybe, maybe he went on to something else that he wants to watch. Have but he watched, or maybe he wants to watch people now instead of be the person being watched. Yeah, the 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 watched becomes the watcher. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So watch out for Carl, who now watch wants to watch you, Carl, poop. the legend of Carl. The you know this only like makes me think. I mean, it, you know, at least he kept it to the men's room because you know now that there's the. I think we've talked about it before too. It's like, um, you know all bathrooms for all people you know there's like you know yeah like gender equality when it comes mm-hmm. to bathroom now in california but there's still the obvious like this used to be the women's restroom and this used to be the men's restroom and and, and i'm telling you what those men that take shits in bars they're going into the nicer bathroom that used to be the they women's. are of course they are of course they are, they are. Ugh. Hmm. just like yeah yeah <laughs> our friend jason um friend of friend of the pod friend in real life he uh had an accident got a spinal cord in- injury as of about five years ago and he just put his one man show up and he has this great part where he's like you know before i was someone who used a mobility device uh i always always went for the large you know handicap stall to take that luxurious shit he's like i'm guilty of it i'm guilty of it and he's like and now I roll up into the bathroom and every time I pull up, you know, to use my my, you know, appointed stall, he's like, there's always a huge guy walking out sweaty. Ugh. And he's like, and, you know, you're just rolling right into a fucking stink bomb. And yeah, I know. God damn it. Ugh. God damn it. People don't All don't right. use the handicap stall mm-hmm. to to take a shit or watch people take shits or purposely have people watch you poop. Okay. Anyways. Absolutely. You guys got more poop stories for us? We'll take them. <laughs> we'll take them. Um, but wonderful re-entry back into server submitted stories in 2024. Uh, if this inspired you to write into us, you know where to send them, right? Oh, sideworkpod at gmail.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, guys, let's get into this. Um, Hot off the tails of hotel catering. You know, it's great how we still are inspired. And, you know, Brooke had the idea. She was like, never covered room service. You know, I think we both, every once in a while, we're just like, oh, my God. We've like, even when we just did the specials episode, I was like, we've never done a specials episode. I'm still floored, Brooke, (laughs) at how surprised we are by each other's ideas. Just like a whole like, oh, right. But I think it's really good that we didn't like get through all the obvious hits right at the top because then yeah. the podcast would be pretty boring right about now. Oh, my um, God. Absolutely. So like I just yeah, I think it's great. I can't believe we haven't talked about this yet because there's a lot to there's cover. A, there's a lot. And I think, too, just inspired by talking with our friend Sumi with mm-hmm. her hotel job. It was like, oh, what about people who do room service? So absolutely. Let's, Let's, let's do it. You're you're gonna give it. us. Let's get into gonna, it. Yep. Yeah. Brass I'm tanks, gonna, yeah. Here we go. So being a room waiter, right? Room server. So it's a pretty nuanced job. Um. And here is the rundown of the duties. So basically, the first thing you're gonna do is take the guest order. And yes, there is a room service station adjacent to the kitchen and hotels that provide room service. And this is the part of the job where you're basically like a food operator. People are calling in from rooms. You're picking up. There's gonna be other room service servers, waiters there, or in-room dining, Mm -hmm. it's also known as now. So you're there, you're picking up the phone, you're taking the order. You know, there is a big digital kind of touch screen, especially if you're at like big resorts, you know, I've gone to Mexico and stuff like that, where it's like you can order room service from the touch screen. But obviously there has to be somebody to receive that on the other end, no matter what. And there's a whole team of people in the kitchen with their own very specific section in these hotels ready to bring you room service. All right. So did, most did rooms- you, wait, did you see this part too? It um, basically uh, the history of room service started in New York city's Waldorf Astoria hotel oh, in I the 1930s. It was okay. an unheard of amenity of waiters delivering meals directly to your room so you can eat it on a bed. <laughs> nice. I mean, fuck yeah. Yeah. I mean, room service is, let's just like say right now, room service is fancy. You it's know, fancy. I think we all feel like if someone like brings me a plate of fries that I get to like eat while like sitting on a bed and like flipping through television with like free HBO, great. Wonderful. I'm I'm a happy camper. So happy. So most room service menus are pretty basic. You know, I think there's like a pared down version of the main restaurant in the hotel, but there's some high end hotels where the sky's the limit for what you can get delivered. You know, the and these servers don't fuck around and these hotels do not fuck around like you're going to get kind of anything that you want. You know, like the Beverly Wilshire in L.A. prides itself on offering unique spread of in-room dining menus, especially for like the little ones. Apparently, their kids menus are divided into kids stuff, big kids stuff. Wow. And they provide selections for little ones, including organic baby food and teething biscuits. <sighs> OK. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. This, uh, is, the this enchant- is some one percenter uh, yeah, room service. Yeah. The Enchantment Resort in Sedona. Okay, they offer uh, a culinary, a custom culinary in-room program. In, and there's an option called In the Raw, 
where they'll basically bring you uh hold on my computer just went a little oh. plop, plop. here I, um, I got you in case yeah okay. and in the raw includes a room service tray of ready to cook barbecue favorites for your guests to cook themselves on private patio grills okay a so company they're, they're... with fresh greens it's like a korean barbecue yes. room service oh my god that's <laughs> crazy I mean, it's kind of like then you get like a personal private thing where if someone just like brings you the stuff to do it, who am I to judge? I'm sure it's fucking delicious, you know? Um, uh, in Salsalito at Cavello Point, uh, you basically get uh, uh, superb views with your room service apart from a wide selection of breakfast and dinner entrees. They offer uh, in-room cocktail parties, all right, that you can get. I mean, the sky this, is the limit. It goes l- listen on to this one. On. It does. I found one too. Aside from this, um, along Billionaires Row, which is Park Lane in New York City, um, I guess the hotel is called Park Lane, New York. So it's okay. on Billionaires Row in Manhattan. Uh, it has a caviar hotline at the hotel. <laughs> You just have to dial five on your in-room phone and you can get caviar nachos, deviled eggs or other really, you know, extravagant caviar dishes, um, you know, and you know that that shit ain't cheap because like mm-hmm. a 30 grand, a 30 gram tin of some run of the mill caviar starts at one hundred and twenty five dollars. Oh, yeah. And I'm ob- and they're, you know, they're upcharging like when you're getting room service and stuff like this. It's like bottle service at a club for oh, sure. Totally. You know, they're they're tacking on a lot of a lot of extra dollar signs. Um, okay, so we've got that. We kind of get the premise of it. So from you, t- you take the order, and then from there you hand it off to the kitchen, and then you start the preparation of your table or your trolley, right? right. And presentation is everything on this. Right. Trolley setup is serious business, and all hotels have their own version with specific signature items like coasters or embossed condiments or dishware. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner each have their own version of the setup. Tiny, tiny little glass bottles of ketchup and mustard. Little oh. teeny tiny Little ones. tiny hot sauces. Small salt and pepper shakers. Just the, the tiniest little spoons. You know, they have to preset a lot of these carts, especially mm-hmm. for breakfast. I mean, assuming, and I'm pretty sure breakfast has to be the busiest time for room oh, service. Oh, it's 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 absolute Absolutely. Chaos. Um, you know, you want to like be in your robe, you want to eat your fruit plate, you want to get real pretty woman with it, you want to get like whatever. I think that's what we're seeing in a lot of room service, especially on TV and movies, is all breakfast. Mm-hmm. So items are meticulously and intentionally placed on the cart with fine touches, such as labels facing out and even fresh flowers added. Um, and if you really want to learn how to present a trolley and get it set up, Brooke, there's all sorts of kinky videos on YouTube about this. Like <laughs> like getting real fetishy and real like... I mean, I think that a lot of them are just like training videos that have been mm-hmm. put on YouTube, but you could go down a deep hole and make it your kink real hard just to be like, oh, look at the way they place that napkin. Ooh. Ooh, a swizzle stick for juice. Oh my God, there's a plate that like goes under the plate. Like it's just, it's a very specific setup. And, and also just like shout out to trolleys as sort of the vehicle for... For sneaking someone in oh, or out who's committed yes. a crime in every movie, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's like you could go in a trolley or, you know, or 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 on a, a room service cart in the dirty laundry and be covered up with sheets, especially yep. if you're trying to escape an orphanage. We all know that okay. that's like a big thing. It's a hard um, knock life. <laughs> 
for us. Um, yeah, I found this really great article. Granted, it was written in 2002, but I still found it great from the Harvard Business Review. Uh, oh, I found Paul- this too. It's great. Oh, great. Yeah, this guy, Paul Hemp, who's just spent two weeks as a room service waiter at the Ritz in Boston. Um, but this guy, Stephen, was his... He had been there for many, many years and he trained Paul um, and had some it's it's actually a really great rundown and like just about working for a hotel, you know, what you're expected as far as guest service. But Stephen goes on to say, you know, you want the experience to be as elegant as it would be in the restaurant Mm -hmm. downstairs. At the same time, you want people to feel as comfortable as they would at home because this is their home away from home. All right. So the dual challenge makes a room service waiter's experience in some ways more challenging than hers or her Mm. restaurant's counterparts, which I fully would agree with on that. In a restaurant, the guest is on your turf. All right. Right. Here, you're on the guest's turf and you never know what you're walking into, you know, which is true. Oh, yeah. Very true. (laughs) Steve goes on to say that you should always overstock your cart. Be prepared for anything. A sauce, sauce for the burger. A one sauce for the burgers. Not my bag, but some people want it, and they mm-hmm. just appreciate that it's on the table. He says lemons for Coke, etc. And these touches ensure that the guest uh, ensure the the guest that you have thought about every possible scenario that they might you know get what they need, which is awesome. Just always be prepared. Um, and then obviously delivering the food is a huge thing. You oh got to get that food from the kitchen up to whatever floor you're delivering it too. And this is when it gets real and maybe real weird, right? Bro? Um, <laughs> I well, I like that you have weird. it like how, how frustrating, right. That you have in here too, that like that you show like they've ordered room service, mm-hmm. but they have their do not disturb plaque right? outward, which that's a big thing. And, and you can, you do not disturb, okay? So yeah. then, but it, it's that they fucking forgot, but it doesn't matter. You have to go all, you have to wheel your ass right back down to the kitchen so uh-huh. that they can be called to say, there's a do not disturb sign. Yeah, we, do you we still to want your food? Yeah. Right. And then apparently in the chef screaming at you that the food's getting <laughs> fucked up while you're sitting there waiting, trying to deliver it. Oh my God, the stress of that. Holy shit. I know. So stressful, right? You know, but, you know, assuming like there's no do not disturb, you knock on the door, knock, you know, knock, 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 room service. Like, sure, you get taken into the room. And then, you know, I feel like there's some room service that I've had where it's just like they just kind of come in and they put a tray down on a table and they leave. Yes. But at the higher end places, it's a whole to do. Right. Oh. These trolleys are incredible. Like they have hot and cold cabbies underneath them with like the crispest, you know, linen, unwrinkled linen ever. And then the sides pop up. So they become like this, like essentially like fine dining table in oh, the room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I, you know, got paid to do things for a TV network on their dime, you know, they'd put you up in really nice hotels and mm-hmm. you, of course, had a per diem um, so that, you know, because they're like, we we don't want you leaving the hotel. Like the big yeah. thing is they wanted to keep track of all the talent because we had places that we were supposed to be on their agenda and their time. So they're like, yes, get room service because we can't have you getting lost in the city here. And um. I've only ever had what you mentioned before was they just kind of bring in your tray and peace out. They kind of stand at the door, you sign it and you're like, that's that at these fancier places for you as a, as a guest, you're like, 
this is a whole thing and they're going to be here for a while. And I'm a little country bumpkin who doesn't, you know, <laughs> like I was like, my behavior is for sure weird. And I'm like, yeah, wow, this like, is what do I do? How do I move? They're like, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, you're like, this is like, another are you level. Cracking pepper on my Caesar salad. I'm about to like did eat you, in my underwear. Right. Like, <laughs> like, did you just put a napkin on my lap? <laughs> I think sitting that's sitting here amazing. in my towel, you know, but I mean, but the thing is, is like these servers also have to be trained like on everything that a normal server would like wine service, presentation mm-hmm. service. They're opening super expensive bottles of wine They're So they're doing all sorts of crazy, crazy stuff. Um, and um, on top of it, they might be coming in prior to guests arriving, like, cause it's a full on experience. Mm. Like these room servers are also, if you're getting married and there's a wedding, you're going in and setting up, you know, chocolates and champagne. If it's like a high rollers room, you're probably going in and setting up scotch or like a bar or restocking a mini bar or whatever it is like that specific guest might need. You're kind of in charge of that room. Like from the time it's, before they arrived you're, you're creating when, an experience like mm-hmm. the whole time yeah absolutely absolutely um you know and i think they're the whole like it, w- will there be anything else you need tonight that i can get you that's going to be your number one like i'm done here you tell me if you need anything mm-hmm. and if not they're just going to sign off on that bill and hopefully you get a big old tip mm-hmm. baby and what a um, racket too because there's like the service fee and there is already gratuity included mm-hmm. but you're like you're like why wouldn't I add a little more money on here because I work in the service industry and you can really walk away with some cash doing the yeah. same service game. Yeah you can six figure this shit if you're at a high end place you know and you're working your tail and you're seasoned and you're you've been there a long time and I, I did read that these are like these are eight hour shifts it's not like you're clocking in for like a dinner service you know what right, I mean? You're, right, right, you're right. there for a minute like getting the shit done but either way what a weird silly fun interesting job yes and the part you know that is what i'm sure you're all now wondering about is how to remain professional in the face of um the the worst behaved people sometimes come to hotels (laughs) you know Uh we know Uh we didn't even want to get into what you know the hotel staff and the cleaning staff has to put up with because Mm -mm. it's it's a whole other thing and the stuff they put up with and the stuff they see it's demoralizing. So we're not going to get into that because it's terrible, but room service people also get treated any old way, depending, you know, if you're doing room service, um, making it available all night, even if there's a late night menu that still has like club sandwiches and a burger and blah, blah, blah. You are walking into Coke fueled affairs, you know, drugs and uh, hired sex workers Mm -hmm. and, um, all sorts of stuff. And so while I was looking up, you know, the like craziest room service stories. So I would like to start off by saying it's more people on the other end who their kink is they're like, my husband and I love to answer the door naked. Do you guys do that? So that's like watching. (laughs) Yep. It's Carl. It's Carl the pooper. So yeah, you're dealing with people who get off specifically Mm -hmm. on like daring each other to open the door naked like your turn honey or they're like how about we do it together this time dongs and "Uh, boobies out open it's cracked it's open and then people are just like laying on the it's like a whole subculture look hotel rooms are for weirdos (laughs) yeah (laughs) i I just just really really bad stuff happens at hotels like Uh i 
I have very run of the mill stays, you know, um, I've never done anything crazy other than, uh, let me think we had like a 20 year high school reunion after party. We like booked a suite and that was really fun, but that's like the only time I've partied in a hotel. Yeah. I've never like partied, partied in a hotel. I've never like trashed a hotel. I've never, you know what I mean? My sister no. on the other hand, she's, oh. you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, I pretty much am very well behaved. I'll, I'll clean up before I leave. You oh, know, it's, you, you just, you cannot get the service industry out of the girl. Okay. No, no. Not at all. It's the same thing goes for like my clients when they're like when they get off the facial bed and I come in and they've like remade the bed for me. And I'm like, these cutie patooties. Wow. Just, that's, you're fine. How nice. That's sweet. But yeah, ser- seriously, the same thing. But, you know, and like you were saying, like before, like any any time any sort of like room waiter comes in to bring me food, I'm just basically like, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Wow. Thank you. Thank wow. You. Thank you. Wow. All my all my clothing is on. I'm polite. I'm engaged. I'm not doing illegal activities. Right. Like, you but know, it's not pe- a normalized behavior for me, right? No, and and that's and I'm proud of that. Um, so you know, instead, what these you know, you have to be trained to just be poker face about it. Um, it's not your job. Like the only time you need to get involved is if someone's dead or having some sort of medical emergency, which room service walks in on you know mm-hmm. when i was looking for the crazy stories i also decided not to go down the route of how much creepy like trafficking type shit oh, we're not i know we're not going there because that's totally. what a lot of the stories are unfortunately what room service sees very very questionable shit yeah you know but i but i can see i can like you know paint the picture of just like the couple's like, or the friends are like, hey, I just ordered room service. We're going to have the best weekend ever. Why don't I hop in the shower while you blah, blah, blah. And the person not in the shower is like, I'm going to do like a bunch of cocaine, but it's really heroin, Pulp Fiction style. And then uh-huh. start like ODing on the floor. Meanwhile, like Ninka person comes out of the bathroom and is screaming. <laughs> Someone's ODing on the floor. Knock, knock, knock room service. <laughs> It's, I mean, this is what room service, you know, I I would say many people are like, yes, of course I've seen crazy stuff, but thankfully it's not the majority of my experiences, but I thought this was cool before I get into some really, I I picked just specifically funny stuff towards the end to tell, but these are some cool tips from room service um, professionals. Here's, here's, here's the dirt, you guys. Okay. The higher your floor, the worse your food gets. Um, (laughs) because when a room service employee, this was, um, a mental floss article, basically the higher up they have to come and the more winding the maze of finding your room, et cetera, et cetera. Um, that, the, the chafing dish, you know, the cloche that keeps uh-huh. your food warm, it's starting to melt and basically get condensation all uh-huh. over your food. So now, uh-huh. you know, it's a wet piece of toast. It's the soggy French fries. Um, and yeah, you're going to get all the soggy food the higher up you are <laughs> in the hotel. He's, he's like, if you want good service, try and be like, you know, On the fifth, first fifth, floor. Yeah, first floor, <laughs> those French fries are going to be crispy. So another hot tip. Um, they say they're just like, do not order seafood 
or steak, uh, basically, because once again, if you want a medium steak, the lid is just going to keep cooking your steak. Uh Um, And so like if if uh, if a server is really smart and knows the drill, they might say to the kitchen, let's go a temp under what they asked for, because it's going to be medium then Uh by the time it gets there. Um, And then obviously, like the fish is just going to turn into a dry, overcooked stink. And they're like, just don't do it. It fucking stinks up your room. Um, Yes. Yeah. I mean, look, this is where the enchantment hotel in Sedona (laughs) got it right. They're like, look, we see this problem. Why don't we just have the people cook their own meat? There we go. We'll bring you your hibachi. Um, but yeah, basically most people are like, just get the burgers, the club sandwiches, the good yummy cob salad. The easy stuff. Yeah, absolutely. They, they don't get messed up between the kitchen and your room. No, um, there's a reason why they're on the menu. There's a reason why it's the abbreviated. It's so it's for your benefit. Totally. They're like, we can guarantee we won't fuck this up. So um guests do invite them in sometimes in non-creepy ways. So I thought this was so weird and hilarious. You know, they're like, listen, business travels might be away from home for months at a time um, and they're tired of eating alone. And sometimes you'll get invited in because they were like, the company's paying for it. I got extra food. How about you sit down and have this extra burger with me? Um, And, uh, Sometimes the traveler might be a familiar face. This guy from the article says he once sat down to eat with Oprah. She was eating by herself, despite her suite being filled with her, you know, busybody employees. And she was like, I want to eat with somebody and have a conversation and asked her room service person to sit down, chill with her, have some food. And then he also says uh, that he had a bite with John F. Kennedy Jr., who wanted to finish watching Fast Times at Ridgemont High before heading to his limo. Wow. (laughs) Do you want to do you want to tackle this other fun? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, okay, apparently there's a trick to ordering chicken wings. So, uh, busy hotel kitchens aren't uh, hotel kitchens aren't always paying attention to whether the chicken wings they buy in bulk are frozen raw, frozen cooked, or somewhere in between. Ooh. So, ask for them extra crispy. Matt says that way they'll be cooked thoroughly, regardless of their freezer status. I recommend that to everyone. That that is for sure a hot tip if we don't want the old Sammy, the Sammy Nellas. Yeah, absolutely. You know? uh, so, another one is that they love it when you fill out your breakfast card order. Oh my God. Guys, like do we it. Do before, it. Breakfast is busy, 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 busy. I can't even imagine. Like, so just go, go, go. It helps them because they get everything. Like, they start working on the breakfast carts at like four in the morning because you mm-hmm. can get breakfast usually as early as 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't do your card the night before and you decide to call in breakfast, it's going to be an hour. And you know, mommy needs her coffee. If and she's time awake, is everything yes. on this. Oh, I mean, you if you're getting breakfast to your room a lot of times just like you're probably somewhere where you have somewhere to be right like yeah yeah so that's a big one absolutely fill out those breakfast cards the night before and you will wake up to your breakfast and your coffee waiting for you (laughs) it's it's pretty lovely how that works um we already said they just would really prefer if you don't answer the door naked we talked about that Mm -hmm. um your used tray is the worst thing ever like we were saying how sometimes people when we go to bus tables People just decide to like, hey, I'm going to empty out my purse and put like this old granola bar uh, Mm -hmm. on my, you know, my (laughs) my finished entree and and a used lipstick that broke. And like, yeah, and hotel rooms are like, I'm going to put my like this jizz Kleenex on my dinner plate. (laughs) They're 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 literally like 
they really, really hate it when you put your tray outside the door. Um, ah. we, I, I didn't know this. This is a hot tip. You can just call again for yes. them to come get it. And yes, they'll, this they'll is be the right one up. thing I didn't cover. I was like, there's the whole cleanup part of it. I just realized that, that it's like, that's a big thing is you have to go back and take it like, as eloquently as you brought it in and take it out <laughs> just as nicely. You know what I mean? And maybe get like an ice cream service or a dessert service like when they're coming in. So sure. Knows? I mean, but Turn, they're, they're, yeah. other people People also who are walking through the hotel will also look at your pile of garbage and add to the pile of garbage. And oh. it just it just becomes this like chaotic. People, people are monsters. We're all the worst. They're like, we will come to collect these, you know, um, room service trays and there will be used condoms on them. We've even seen crumpled up divorce paperwork. Wow. <laughs> Gross. Oh used condoms. What the fuck? See, people are monsters, dude. People are just for and me that's running the whole an, thing. They're yeah. like, I don't have to do anything. I paid for this hotel. I can be as gross and as weird as I want, and somebody else is gonna clean up after me. I wish that there weren't more like, like so like Carl the Pooper is child's play mm-hmm. compared to what people do. There, there is such a common occurrence of hotel guests who smear shit everywhere. It's such a known thing. I don't want to go there. Anyways, but it's very real. Like, it's very, very real. So here are a few crazy things that people have seen that thankfully don't involve trafficking or murdered sex workers. Okay. Okay. So I used to serve. uh, I used to serve room service in a hotel that was near a major national hospital. And the two locations had reached some sort of business agreement where people going into surgery. So maybe they're three hours out of town. You could stay at the hotel the night before your surgery at a discount rate. During my three years there, we had about six guests die during the night while waiting for their big surgery. I know. And it was always handled in a very, very hush hush manner. That's a bummer. Maybe let, let me make this a little bit bigger so you can sure. read this. Otherwise. Sure. Absolutely. Okay. You so, take this one. Yeah. So uh, this next one. So as the owner of a bed and breakfast place for the last eight years, the craziest thing I ever found was an old battered notebook with why I love salad written on the front. And then literally 40 to 80 pages on why salad was amazing. <laughs> There'd be the occasional suggestion that the author believes salad to be alive in some sense. <laughs> Looked like it had been written on and off for the course of several years. Wow. That's people are weird, man. Look, some people got some people gotta stick with their nutrition plan. And if <laughs> And I love salad. like I love salad. I can I look. I've been leaning into salad so fucking hard lately too. Oh, like, we did, love we did it. The chopped Italian. Oh, you know? it's so good, right? It's, I'm gonna. Make we, one I for did lunch. it again. I added pepperoncini. Hello. Oh, mind blowing. But so good. Gave me hot. Gave me a little hot. But oh yeah. Do you think that this person who like lost this notebook or like misplaced it, it was like Wilson floating away in the ocean? This was like me losing my water bottle. So yes, um, <laughs> like years of documenting salad, salad, salad. Um, salad. This one's amazing. Uh, so this is from a room service worker. I had a guy who said his microwave didn't work, and I went up to the room and he had locked a plate of food in the safe. <laughs> <laughs> 
What? No, no. Ah, sir, we don't have any microwaves on our room. Uh, oh, uh, let's see. <laughs> like, people are Talk so... Talk about soggy fries. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just, like... You just learn how lost people are, like when they're away from like their wife or their spouse, mm-hmm. or just, you're just like, mm-hmm. how do people not die every day just trying to get through life? I know, I know. Okay, here's another one. Cats, <laughs> cats everywhere. <laughs> and a hundred dollar tip with a note that said, "Thanks for taking care of these guys. Be back in a week." <laughs> she didn't come back. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. I mean, there's so much more. We hope that this inspires you guys to either talk about, you know, anything weird you've seen. Uh-huh. Do you want to confess uh-huh. something weird you've done? That's okay. We'll keep you anonymous. That can be a server submitted story. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> but I, I think I've told you. <laughs> I was leaving New York. Um it was like my last night I was put up, you know, again, by the, by the, by the network. And I'd been there for several days. And I'm also the person who I don't like to get room cleaning. Cause I, I think it's wasteful. I don't like someone in there every day. I also keep a pretty ni- neat room. Worst case, I will um, get rid of my garbage. Cause we know how that one little can starts to get real weird with all oh, the yeah. stuff, you know? Oh Yeah. Um, so I was really hungover, you know, and house housekeeping does start to get a little perplexed with you. They're like, let me in there. You know, they start to get nervous. Like, what is she doing? Like, has she built a nest out of hair? Like, they're, you know, they start to get worse. They've seen the worst. <laughs> they so have, they, they, they're they expect it. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's a situation too, where you do these like award shows or these marketing things that they would make you go on. So they just give you all this stupid crap that you don't want. It, it's like, oh, a Bluetooth speaker that says true TV on it. You know, <laughs> I'm not, but anyways, but it was like a, a fun little amount of gifts. Right. And I was like, maybe, you know, whatever. So I saw housekeeping. I was so hungover and gotten no sleep and I'm stumbling out of the hotel and I passed by and I said, there's a little surprise in there for you. (laughs) And she looked like she, she was like, Oh fuck. And cause it's like never a good thing. (laughs) <laughs> like, ooh, cool. Uh, is this a whole like find the turd game? <laughs> I I can smell it. I know it's in here. And as the person that has to clean this room, it's my duty to take the turd out. No, no. it was a Bluetooth speaker, probably like Great. a bottle of wine and some other fun goodies. But I did not choose my words wisely, and I really, really scared the housekeeping. Uh, uh incredible, Brooke. <laughs> oh, great! Well, a. Another episode makes history. <laughs> this one was so freaking fun. Really fun. Um, you guys, again, if you've been inspired, send us those s- server submitted stories at sidewordpod at gmail.com. Other than Brooke, you know what we say at the end of every episode. Godspeed. Good tips, guys. Especially, especially for these hotel workers. Take care of them. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.